Welcome back, everyone, to the Empowered Practice Podcast with Tony and I. We come to you on every new and full moon to set a space to create some sacredness, connect to ritual, connect to what feels true for you, and really to carve out, to create an intentional life, an intentional way of being on the planet in these embodied forms. So take what you need right now. Take a moment to check in if you need to grab some water, some tea, if you need to set your space, grab some essential oils, crystals, a card deck, a notepad, whatever makes you feel supported for this next half hour. And then join us as we ground in. Yes. Okay. Go ahead and close your eyes. And just breathe for a moment. We set the intention that this is space just for you, for your healing, sacred space for you to honor yourself, for you to give yourself all the things that either others couldn't give to you or wouldn't. This is a reminder of your divine power and your ability to connect to all the beautiful things in this world, in this lifetime. And just breathe all of those truths back into you, back into your lungs. Allow that information that you're remembering to go back into the blood, go into all your muscles. Let this love comfort your joints and just breathe. With each inhale, you breathe in love. With each exhale, you let go fear. With each inhale, you breathe in confidence. And with each exhale, you release self-doubt. I want you to inhale, let, and exhale, go. Let it all go now in this moment. Inhale again, let. And exhale, go. I want you to visualize just a wave of relaxation starting at the top of the head and flowing down. Feel how more light up you feel, more open and how you're facilitating more of that let go. Take a few more deep breaths and then gently bring yourself back. (sighs) Like feeling to wiggle and shake Mm. it out. (laughs) Right. Right. Nervous system reset. Mm. Just shake it out. Which... I definitely feel like I'm going through that. Mm-hmm. I have with the transition of weather and I've, I've kind of been doing things that aren't best for my body by mm. eating bread every day. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm definitely feeling it like in my joints and my muscles. Mm-hmm. And then I was talking to a few people and that's been coming up for a lot of people actually. So, you know, just acknowledging that as we transition yes. into the colder days, like we will have to, um, up the self-care on the physical yeah. parts of us um, because it's, it's hard to be present yeah. when you're in pain. 
you know? So true. So true. And at a time of the season, I feel like, or the time of the year and the seasons that we're moving into where many people's capacity just isn't the same as what it was in the summer when there was more daylight and more sun. Um, so yeah, I totally agree with you that we really have to honor that in our physical bodies. And it's so interesting that you're craving bread. It feels like such an ancestral pattern to crave <laughs> right. that at this time of year, right? And so right. it's like our cellular memory is like, oh yes, like good grounding, warming, Right. And then we're like, oh, but it's 2020 and farming is all messed up. And it's there you go. <laughs> like, I need to invest in some quality greens and bread. Yes. And probably, I, went, I mean, I have like a rash that came out. Mm-hmm. Like, and my joints have been really bad. And I know that's what it's, it's from because I've right. been eating it like daily. But, you know, I'm going into my winter phase in my menstrual cycle so I'm just like whatever I need a donut yes I need a slice of pizza and I'll just deal with it when I can but I do feel like if I just would honor that my capacity is changing just how you mentioned that really resonated me when you said that um then maybe maybe two weeks ago I could have started to just slow down a little bit in some areas get more rest more warm baths, whatever I need to do to prepare myself. And just to understand, like, I'm not going to move the way I was moving in July. Exactly. And it's kind of taking me to this week (laughs) to kind of officially realize, oh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I won't move the same. So, yes. And it's like our society is like, on this eternal summer energetically like we need to be up and out and going and creating and like that is just not the energy that's present Mm -hmm. right now and so I think it's just this continual refining of that and I mean I've been practicing seasonal rhythms as I'm sure you have for years and still there's more and more to unearth and just a few days ago, I was in my inner summer phase and I mm. found like, okay, even though I'm ovulating right now, which I did notice a little spike in energy, it's not the same as being right. in ovulating summer. Wow. And that's okay. Yeah. Wow. I felt the same way mm-hmm. at my last ovulation around the full moon. I just wasn't, I felt vibrant, mm-hmm. but not as, I usually feel like super organized. I can get a lot of mm-hmm. stuff done when I'm ovulating. It's just like, I get a million things done. Yeah. I definitely <laughs> wasn't feeling that way. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am struggling with that myself. <laughs> and I feel like exactly like when I'm fully energized, I, those things flow naturally for me, like organization and taking care of tasks. And now I'm like seeing envelopes and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> later. <laughs> it's, but, you know, it goes back to what you said, you know, just honoring that the capacity has changed. There's nothing wrong with it. Exactly. You know, in our, in our world outside of us, outside, the capacity has changed for the leaves to stay alive. Yeah. You know, animals are going back into some more. It's it's just a natural thing. We just have to accept it. And it's just so much easier when you just yes. accept it. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And that doesn't at all mean playing the victim card and being like, well, this is happening and this is happening and this is happening, so I'm not even going to try. It's not that. It's acknowledging everything that's going on and bringing compassion toward yourself. Like, okay, 
there's actually a lot going on internally, externally, on a global level, and we feel that energetically. And so we may have to approach our tasks from a different perspective. I had a virtual yoga retreat this weekend with one of my teachers. And oh my God, it looks so beautiful. I saw it. I was uh, like, yes, that looks amazing. I'm it was amazing. Having a good time. Yes. <laughs> it's so, it's been so like such a healing balm for me to have these monthly virtual retreats with her. But, um, cause she also very, like she focuses on women's yoga. So she focuses each month on like the seasons that are changing and the phases and it feels very aligned for me. So this time she asked the question, like if we're going through something and it feels like, you know, we're just like trudging in the mud. She gave us a couple of questions to ask ourselves. One was, what could I do to make this easier on myself right now? And two, what could I do to make this more pleasurable right now? Mm. And that like blew my mind to think about something that's challenging and in the moment to be able to access pleasure. Like that feels like a, an edge for me. Mm, that's yeah. right up my alley. Mm. <laughs> that is right up my alley to like go to pleasure to just yeah. find that special spot of magical space. Mm. There is that, it's just this special place that you find in these joyful moments that feel like bliss. And sometimes it's getting in that hot bath. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's when you finally get in bed or it's like after that awesome shoulder stretch mm. oh, and just milking it, you know, and just resting yes. in there more. Um, when, so when you said that, that is what I thought of. That's what I feel. I'm like, yes, just more of those moments. It's like if you have like 15 minutes of that in every day and you can spread it out like five minutes, right. five minutes, five minutes, your day's going to feel better. Mm-hmm your day's going to feel better. Like, it's just, is. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just going to enjoy even a hot cloth. Like sometimes if yeah. I'm really tired and I can't get in a, I can't just sit in the bath. I just don't have it in me. Yeah. I will just get a really hot cloth and just put it over my face Yeah, and just allow myself to just feel that comfort, you know? So yes, I definitely feel this for this new moon. Yes. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot of shadow work for us mm-hmm. all and it's going to be the deeper painful things mm-hmm. from the heart. Um, but I feel like, you know, the Libra energy is providing us with the option to choose which side of the scale, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. do we want to allow the darkness to take over or are we finally ready to accept that love, that pleasure, those yeah. moments I definitely feel that for this new moon for us all. Yes, me too. And I'm feeling, it was interesting how you explained it because like internally when I saw the scales for Libra this time around, it felt more like which one is off balance right now? Right. And how can I harmonize that? How can I bring them back to equilibrium? So that can feel like focusing on shadow work completely and it can feel like getting like you know, immersed in it, but actually it's just, I've been focusing over here for so long that this needs to rise to the surface right now to bring it back to balance. So, um, another question that our teacher asked or asked to us or posed to us this weekend was what like knocks me off of my center and then what brings me back to center and creating a list so that you have that like ready to go in those moments. 
Ooh, you know, I love that. I love a list. I know. Oh my gosh. I love a list. It's just life changing. Yeah. I love that's that's perfect. That's beautiful. And in this day, we need things like that. Yes. Like our brain is set up to want solutions fast. We just we just weren't taught to be patient in solutions. Mm-hmm. Now I think we could bring balance into that, but yeah. some things we can't kick. Right. So if you already are prepared, if you're already using that masculine energy to say, this is my list yes. of my triggers, and this is a list that helps me with those triggers, yeah. hey, you have it right there. Exactly. You know, you don't yeah. even have to freak out. You could just look at the list and pull it from there. Completely. And then yeah. you can, like, there's always this dance, right, of the masculine and the feminine. So masculine is, you know, being in that, like, linear list, creating solutions, and then you can bring a feminine approach to that in that you're not rigid with it. So if you notice, Mm -hmm. oh man, I got knocked off my center again. You don't have Mm -hmm. to sit there and criticize yourself and expect yourself Mm -hmm. to be perfect the first time. You can flow with it and be like, okay, I'm here again. How can I move back to my center? Okay, we're going to flow this way now. Right. If I think if this journey of spiritual development has truly shown us, the more we can flow, The more we don't keep ourselves in rigid ideas, the easier this all gets. Yeah, and I'm laughing (laughs) a little bit because we're both water signs, so (laughs) that might be emphasized a little bit. (laughs) Well, you know, we can't help it. We can't help it. I think, really, our our karmic task is probably um, how to bring in grounding and Mm -hmm. And some some lines, some linear, some structure yes, that yes. that isn't flowing in over critical emotions. I think yes. that is my. <laughs> I'm I deal with that on a daily basis, yes. daily basis. Um, and I do feel like with Mercury retrograde, I'm looking to go inward on that as well, mm-hmm. um, with working with more vulnerability, mm. more transparency. Yeah with myself and with others and being patient through that with myself, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I personally feel called to go to the next level mm-hmm. of vulnerability and transparency because I truly feel that that is the, you know, how I ascend. That's how I help more people. Yeah. And honestly, it kind of feels like we're all kind of feeling like that really. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I want to accept that I'm human and there are other humans around me. And that sounds so simple. Right. But like, truly, you can have her feelings. Right. You can have joy. You could be so excited right now or you can mm-hmm. be really sad and your neighbor can be experiencing the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to be a robot and you don't have to be a robot. Yes. And I think the change starts with us. And when, as you were saying that, I'm like, oh my God, is the world craving transparency right now? Like Mm. everything feels so muddied and so vague Mm -hmm. and so unclear. And the change starts with us. It starts with our daily communications with the people around us and making that communication clear and speaking from a clear place and then asking that person, you know, do you have any questions? Did you understand that? Would you like me to explain it another way? And that does require patience and it requires not taking it personally. Right. Also calling back in that balance. Yeah. <laughs> Those scales, it's just, it's, just, it's complex. Yes. It's a complex social um, uh, skill to try to learn with self and with others. Yes. Uh, 
episode, but I think this is this is honestly the best time for it. It you know? is. Yes, and I always come back to curiosity. So yeah. I try to approach things that I don't understand with a curious mind rather than like a judgmental critical mind. Can I like uh, hmm, like what would it be like to be in that person's shoes? How how might I see it from their perspective? Right. And that can be so unifying. Right. Yeah. And that takes vulnerability. Yeah. It takes a lot of vulnerability to put yourself in someone else's shoes. It takes a lot to say that I'm not going to wrap all of the definition of my personal power and how I relate to this person. Yeah. That crap is hard, Mm -hmm. especially with super triggering things. Yes. But it does bring a lot of peace. Yes. It just brings a lot of peace and it gives you clarity yourself. It really does. And I would say for myself, like my own journey with that practice, the more I got clear in who I was and became comfortable and even moved toward loving who Mm -hmm. I am, Mm -hmm. the easier it was for me to step into radically different mindsets and views and perspectives. So I think sometimes the first step is authenticity. If we're constantly searching outside of ourselves, like I need to be like this and do this, and then it can be really triggering. Right. Because it's hard. That's a lot of work. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot of work going into all these different arenas and not being yourself. Mm -hmm. Because eventually you have all these different identities that you present out to the world and they're not rooted in your authentic self. So you're exhausted. How can you have time to milk those pleasurable moments throughout the day? Yeah, completely. And like an interesting exercise might be like, how am I around my family? How am I around my coworkers? How am I around people at the gym? How am I around whatever places you find yourself interacting with others? And does how like how you show up, does that change from arena to arena? And if so, why? And start to examine the stories that you have around that. Like, oh, well, if I don't show up corporate in this environment, then this, this, and this will happen. As an example. Yes, that's one of, that's one of the best parts. <laughs> of like building your own practice or working from home or like when you can just if you're very sensitive to that if you really want to make sure that you have the right look or talk or you know all these different things which I was I was always very self-conscious of all that stuff it has been such a relief the past couple of years to not feel that pressure um and as you say that um, it brings me to something practicing more of my vulnerability and transparency. <laughs> um, last week I had a client mention who is, she was born in Mexico and came over here mm-hmm. uh, when she was young. And she was just mentioning how she, she tries to make sure that her accent doesn't come out at work. Mm. And, you know, I understand that as a black woman in America, yes. you know, you go in certain arenas and you don't want your black scent or whatever to come out her you know and then it's so silly you know it's so silly and it really just takes notches out of your energy is depleting yes um so bringing more uh vulnerability transparency with that Mm -hmm. speaking up more about it I'm like I promise you the more authentic you are it doesn't matter (laughs) yes and it feels crazy the first couple of times you do it yeah (laughs) but to just be yourself to just mm-hmm. be, be yourself, you know. Yes, 
And man, does that, like, I haven't had experiences to the degree of many other people having the color of skin I have. And I recognize that there is implicit bias in those things. And I recognize the fear and like the stress that that can cause. So I think, yeah, it takes a lot of courage to show up like that and vulnerability. And then I would say on the, if you're on the other side of that, also, please, please bring like a compassionate curiosity to those conversations. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back though to that inner work. Yeah. You know, that internal system Mm -hmm. and the vulnerability and transparency, like Mm -hmm. just speaking up about it. Like if you have one friend at the office and it could be anything, it could be, I don't like wear my hair down at work. Mm -hmm. I've had people mention that, um, you know, I don't want to mention, I have all this stuff going on in my life, but I wish I could say something to, to the people around me, friends or family, you know, just begin to practice one thing. Yeah. One thing. And maybe you start with yourself. Mm-hmm. I know I've had plenty of things that I had to first admit to myself. Yes. Uh... <laughs> plenty. Okay. I'm sure I have like another hundred things I need to just admit to myself. Yes. Um, but that it really helps to just be human with yourself. Yes. Ugh. Ugh, and it's so freeing and liberating to recognize like when at least for myself, like when I'm on the hamster wheel, I'm like, oh, I can choose not to be, I can choose not to participate in that. Whether it's like beauty standards or exercise standards, body standards, whatever society says is the ideal. The the gazillion standards that contradict each other. Yes. That's how you know you should listen to it. Well, first of all, like there wasn't, women weren't even considered really to begin with. And then as we were like, no, that's not fair. We were just told, okay, then become like a man. (laughs) Basically. So it's a lot. Yes, it is. It is. It is a lot. Yeah. And I mean, it took me until like this year or two to like realize how for myself, like, what? Like, why am I listening to this? <laughs> who, like, who decided these things? Wow. And then when I realized that no one, no one has ever, like, just stopped me in my life mm-hmm. and been like, no, you're doing this all wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I thought about it, I'm like, you know, I don't think anyone's gonna be like, your body looks wrong, the way you talk is wrong, the way your hair is wrong, Mm-mm. the way you're living your life is wrong. I'm like, you know what? I don't, and I mean, I'm sure someone has experienced that though, but yes, in general, I think that I could kind of create my own standards yes. of beauty and happiness and joy because no one's ever just stopped me. Like, hey, Tony, everything you're doing, crap. Right. Start over. Exactly. And so it's like, so who am I doing it for? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even want to do this stuff. No. Oh. Yes, free yourself. I like that. Yeah. From a place of compassion. Mm-hmm. From a place of compassion. Um, do you have any plans for this uh, new moon? Yeah. 
So it's been an interesting time for me because uh, I tend to be in the past, like my practices have revolved around like learning and reading and just absorbing information. And as I've begun to um, really connect deeply into my embodiment practices, I like really don't want to read anything. <laughs> I just want to feel what's present and move through that. And so my rituals lately have looked like moving my body in some way or even just lying still and being present with that. So I will probably do moon salutations again because that's been mm. feeling really good that's and awesome. really like feminine honoring. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah. This um, full moon falls on my mother's birthday. Mm. And um, I had a friend who passed when I was in high school. It was his birthday as well. Um, and I got an astrology reading done, might have been last year, might have been this year, I can't remember now, but, and I, I can't remember what part of my chart they said this, but it turned out that when I fast during new moons, mm -hmm. that is good for me, and so I, I'm going to fast Friday, mm -hmm. and I'm going to get outside mm -hmm. and enjoy, you know, just be under the darkness of the moon. Yeah. Um, and just really give thanks for this new moon. I say this new moon doesn't feel the energy of it isn't as vibrant as new moons are for me. Yeah, it feels like it feels like a doorway mm -hmm. is open, and I feel like that's the best way to explain it. It really feels like some type of portal that mm -hmm. we could go through, like officially stepping into that. That is the newness of it. Yeah. Um, so I would like to spend. I'm going to stay up after my son goes to bed so I can have some time in silence and, mm. you know, celebrate mom, my friend that passed and yeah. what the rest of this year has for us. Oh, that sounds so nice. And I, yeah, I agree with you in the energy of it. And I also looked ahead to see what sign the full moon is in and it's in Taurus. So that feels really good to me too to have that like stable grounding energy that's so this is interesting we got a lot of venus yeah big time venus stuff i i feel like it's all gonna be about self-love mm. like inner child healing like deep deep you know bringing compassion to grief to loss to yeah. disappointment but loving yourself through that instead mm -hmm. of you can hurt, but you're also connected to all this divine love. Yeah. That's what I really feel um, with this yes. new moon, especially with that full moon in Taurus on, a, on Halloween and the second full moon for this month. So it's mm -hmm. going to close us out big. <laughs> yes. It's not going quiet. Yeah. No, no. Okay. I'll pull a card for us. Let's, let's work with Ganesha. Because Ganesha has came back into my life with a bang. Mm. So good. All messages. So clear. So lovely. We're just going to ask Ganesha to give us some guidance. What does the collective need to hear? Any messages or confirmation? We ask for your blessings for new beginnings with this new moon. We ask you to crush all obstacles that come our way. Whew, I knew it. Personal <laughs> transformation. Oh my God, I can't make this up. Wholeness, heart chakra. Oh my goodness. Thank you, yep. Ganesha. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Personal transformation through the heart. Confirmation, confirmation. Mm. Wow, wow. It is, I recommend us all to really sit deeply with our hearts mm-hmm. and to connect to those spots that feel like it's not just our own, but that connection you feel when you're with a friend, with a family member, when a stranger helps you and you're like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like that love, that universal love is what will heal the sorrow that's in the heart Mm -hmm. and allow us to be transported to that next step in our personal development. Yes. Mm -hmm. And know that that divine love is always present (sighs) and available. Mm. Thank you, Ganesha. That was good. Mm -hmm. Perfect way to end. Perfect, perfect, perfect. All right. Get excited for this new moon, new beginning. Yes. Yeah. And just, I don't know, I'm feeling to say, be gentle with yourself. Right. Yeah. Yes. And Big how can yes. people connect with you? <laughs> oh, yes. You guys can find me on Instagram at Parks Holistic Health. Um, you can also email me, parksholistichealth at gmail.com. I love to hear from you guys. Mm. Um, and I love to get pictures. Yeah. So I love when you guys do that. You send me a deck or a picture of the moon and... Or if you have a breakthrough, you know, love to hear that stuff. Fills me with so much joy. Yes. It really brings to me like a, it's a reminder that we're not doing this alone. We're holding a collective space together. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's so good. It is. Perfect. And you can find me at JD Ingalls on Instagram, jdingles at gmail.com. And also uh, I share a few yoga sequences each month for each phase of the cycle and the season that we're in. So you can find that on YouTube. Just search women's yoga, women with an X rather than an E. And you can, one just went live today for the ovulation phase and the full moon. So it's, it's there. You can use that for a blue moon. Yes. All right. Sending you all so much love. Send love.